really taking personal responsibility for whatever your life is and your actions can serve you well. God is with me every moment of the day. I'm talking with him, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking through stuff. And it was just a reminder of how God sees my heart, He cares for me, He listens, and He shows up. It's personal bravery in partnership with the divine that allows us to courageously take our place in this world. This is the way of valor. Hey, 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 welcome to The Way of Valor. I am your host, Angie Taylor. And today's a little unique for you, but I think you're going to enjoy it. I had the good pleasure a few months back to speak at my good friend, Brittany Serple's event, Imperfect Parenting. In fact, if you have not already gotten your copy of the book called Imperfect Parenting by Brittany Serple, go on and get that. We'll put the link to the show notes because it is a phenomenal read for every parent. So much good in it. At any rate, I had the opportunity to speak on creating a culture of vision for your family and why that is important. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with the parents because I thought you would not want to miss this. Blessings. Every single person in this room, God has been breathing and speaking into your heart your entire life glimpses of the vision and divine destiny he has for you, your entire life. And the enemy of your soul wants nothing more than to rob that of you and make you believe not you. So I want you to put your hands out like this, and I want you to envision right now those pieces of you, the dreams that you have in your heart right now, those glimmers that you've seen in the distance for what could be. And Heavenly Father, you are the God that knit me together. You are the God that breathed this vision, and this dream into me. So, Father, we thank you for your truth that says as we delight ourselves in you, you will give us the desires of our heart. Father, these are your dreams. These are your desires. And so we lay them on the altar and say, Father, may you establish them. May we have the courage and the valor to pursue them. In your precious name, amen. Amen. So I get the honor of talking about creating a culture of vision. And as Brittany said, I started a school. Actually, turns out we started seven schools around the world. We have a school in Kenya and Philippines and Guatemala and Haiti In Oregon, we have students in 40 states in our online school, yada, yada, yada. When I started the school, this is what I had written. And I'm not going to read it all. But I said, I write this book, Imagining Unborn Tomorrows. Imagine a school whose staff understands that your child has a unique destiny. Imagine a school where your student can be anywhere in the world, yet never miss a beat. Imagine 
And here's what was so great and so problematic about that. Is I was very confused. I love Jim Collins. If you're not familiar with Jim Collins, he's a business guru, wrote Good to Great, a number of books. And he was like, you got to have BHAG ideas, big, hairy, audacious goals, right? And I was very confused that vision and goals, big, hairy, audacious goals, were the exact same thing. And so we really need to start today with the framework that vision is not about your big, hairy, audacious goals. In fact, it's not about what you can do at all. And that is the mistake we often make. That's the mistake I made as I was writing down, imagine, imagine. It was a lovely dream. It was so glorious. And I would tell people and they'd be like, what? I don't even think I understand that, right? But I want to introduce you to my family. Oh, I'm on my own pod. See, if I forget to change my slide, just let me know. I've already forgotten. This is my lovely family. This is actually in 2016. My fantastic husband. I, this is so fitting of our family because we are a big adventure family. And we were in Alaska in this picture. That's my daughter, Lauren Mason, Eden, my baby girl. And we were in 2016. And this is the time, guys, where, in my mind, I was at the pinnacle of my career at a Christian school that was killing it. We were ranked in the top private schools in the state of Oregon at the time. We were growing. We grew by 50% in three years. And I was like, we are killing it. But yet God started revealing things to me about what was really going on in the culture of the school and the leadership. And in the middle of a school year, as I had been fighting, God told me, Angie, it's time to let go. It's time to let go. And I have to tell you, in that moment, Angie Taylor's vision did not line up with what God was calling me to do. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because I'm like, well, that makes no sense. Like, I'm going for number one in the state. Listen, Seth Dahl, you got nothing on competition on me, but my friend. By the way, it was hilarious. My daughter, I just got to say this, my youngest daughter was in the state track meet today, pole vaulting. So, like, the whole time Seth is talking, I'm getting pictures of my daughter at the state track meet pole vaulting. So, not first, seventh in the whole state of Texas, but, you know. We'll take it. I'll let her know you said congrats. But... In my mind, and this is what we need to understand, and this is what we need to help our families understand, vision is not this big, hairy, audacious goal that you come up with. Vision is about becoming like him. In Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians, and I'm going to read this because it's so powerful, 
2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. This is the message version. And stick with me. I know it's been a long day, but I will tell you what. There is a theme that has been threaded through this entire conference. Every one of the speakers, I'm like, strike that from my notes, new notes. I am telling you, I know there's people here today that God has something in you that he's saying today is your day to renew your grip. Today is your day to say yes to the things I've called you to. Second Corinthians in the message says, whenever, though, they turn face to face with God, as Moses did, God removes the veil, and there they are face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete, we're free of it, all of us. Nothing between us and God. Our faces shining in the brightness of his face. And listen to this part, this part you don't want to miss. And so we are transformed Much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. The vision and a culture of vision is becoming like him. It's becoming like him. The scripture in the the NIV says it's going from glory to glory. Because here's what we need to understand my valor, my journey in starting a global school network started in one of the most painful, obedient seasons of my life. It was a season of not understanding what was happening, that God had been breathing into my spirit this dream for a global community, this dream for a global school, And in my mind, Angie Taylor was on the fast track. I was on the fast track. I'm like, look at what I can do. You know somebody else that you may remember the story of that's very familiar? Joseph. Joseph, God gave him a dream of his brothers bowing down. And so Joseph, being much like me, was like, hey, I got this dream. Lo and behold, the brothers did not like that very much. But here's what I can tell you, and here's what we need to understand, is God breathes those desires in our hearts, but accomplishing the desires are not the mission. I'm going to say that again. God has breathed desires and gifts into you. Accomplishing that is not the mission. Becoming like him is the mission, and here's why. Because has Joseph's mission been, whoa, I had a dream. I need to have my brothers bow down to me. He would have tried to manifest God's plans in the land of Canaan that would have been fairly ineffective for, his, for everybody in Egypt when he actually saved an entire nation from starvation. 
the reality is, is God starts giving you glimpses. He's placed those dreams. He's placed those desires in your heart. He does it for your kids as well. But he has never intended for you to accomplish it on your own. Because it's actually, as you lean into him and say, our number one priority is obedience, that you become like him. And when you become like him, then it's no longer what you can do in your power, in your strength, which Angie Taylor would still have one school in Oregon right now, by the way. Had it been, I have a plan, I have a vision. We're going to be number one in Oregon. You know what? We are a top private school in Oregon. We're a top private school online. We're a top private school in Kenya. We're a top private school. That's what God does. That's what God does. But when we take his plan, when he, we take his glimmer of hope and go, and go, oh, my mission is to accomplish this plan, it gets tainted in our abilities because it's limited to our capacity. And God wants to enlarge. He wants to enlarge your tent pegs. He wants to enlarge your capacity. In fact, so I actually sat my kids down. My husband and I sat my kids down. And this is so important for you. Take your kids on this journey. This is a fantastic, painful. You understand, I was leading a Christian school. My kids were in the Christian school. This was our community. And I'm sitting them down in the middle of a school year saying, um, tomorrow we are giving a two-week notice that I'm quitting. Nobody knew what was going on. And here's what we told our kids. And this is critical for you and your kids. We told our kids, listen, you are going to hear so much garbage about me. You are going to hear a lot of people angry in this next season. You yourself may even be really hurt because of the tearing that this feels like it's doing to our community. And for those things, I am sorry, but your comfort does not trump our obedience. Hello? If y'all didn't write that down, because I am telling you, I've been in, minute, in public in education for 30 years. The number one mistake parents are making is trying to create comfort for your kids. And if you think your kids are going to accomplish their vision, their destiny in life, while you're all the while trying to create their comfort, they won't. So we sat our kids down and we said, our obedience to God, like what you need to know, is we believe with every fiber of our being that we are acting in obedience to God right now. We know it's going to hurt, but we believe God's in this decision. And it did. Guys, I got crucified on social media. If you've never been called out and called the devil on social media, literally best thing ever that happened to me. You know why? because I had started learning to go to bed every night and go, but Heavenly Father, are you pleased with me? Are you, am, I, am I becoming more like you today? Because there's nothing else that matters to me because my vision is your home. My vision is your glory. 
Yes, I have gifts and abilities in the education circle. I'm fairly good at it. But vision is your home, and my vision is your glory, and my vision is that my kids would walk in obedience to you. That's creating a culture of vision is saying, I value obedience over comfort. I understand that vision is about who I'm becoming and who my children are becoming. It's not about what they're going to be doing. It's not about what they're going to do. Vision is not about doing it at all. When you check out Joseph, when you check out David, David was anointed king and ended up in caves hiding. I know, I'm, I'm pretty certain when he got anointed king, that was not what he had in mind the journey would look like. But do you know what God is doing? And, and thank you to the Valtoons. The, he was perfecting James 1. He's perfecting and building you into a place that when he says move, you move because when you move, and here's the secret to it. Begin thanking him for your need. See, we're really good at praising him for his provision. This season taught me to thank him for my need because it's actually in my need that his miraculous glory is shown. It's in my need. It's not when I can do it. It's not when I'm provided for that his glory is shown. I mean, that, that happens. But we often confuse that with our own gifts and abilities. It was actually in my need. And I started saying, thank you, God, for this moment because in my need, you are strong. Like, you know the desires of my heart. You know. In 2013, I wrote next to that verse in the Bible, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. I wrote, this was 2013, I wrote, have an international school and an on global online school in 2013. In 2016, our first international school started. In 2018, the online school started. And it's not because I could see a path for those things happening. It was because God was breathing something into my spirit. And those things wouldn't have happened had I thought I needed to manifest that in the school I was in. Because it was as I stepped out of the school that we started recognizing that God, I stepped out of that school. I literally, here was my sales pitch. And listen, if you need a marketing expert, I'm definitely your girl. I, I literally, here was my, on March 7th of 2016, I met with some parents, and I'm like, hey, I got this vision for a school. And our school is going to, like, when you pay to come to our school, we're going to educate your child with an entrepreneurial, missional mindset. And we're, for that price of that tuition, we're going to educate a child in a developing nation. So it's a Tom's model for education, Right? Like, super smart. Right? So I'm standing there telling these parents, and of course the parents are like, that, this is sounding cool. Like, this sounds very cool. And I said, here's what you need to know. See, here's when you know you have a God-breathed moment. In a room of about 300 parents, I said, here's what you need to know. I don't have any money. I don't actually have a building to start a school. In fact... Last week, I was in the fetal position over the fact that I had just quit my job. So, 
But if you would like to enroll your kids in this school and walk Jericho with me, I'd like you to pay and enroll your kids tonight. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Stay tuned for next week because I will continue the topic and I'm excited to finish it off with you. If you liked it, give us a five-star review, please, because that helps us as we share out with the world and help other people grow as well. Blessings on your day. Thanks so much for listening. The Way of Valor podcast is sponsored by Valor Global Online, where we believe every child has divine destiny, and it is our role as educators to inspire curiosity and draw out the unique brilliance of every child. We may be the experts in education, but you, as the parent, you are the expert on your child, and together we will partner to help your child fulfill their optimum potential. We are unlike any other online school you have encountered. Your child will be seen and heard every single day while connecting live with their teachers and friends throughout the world. Our focus on faith and whole child development and positioning your child as a creator, not simply a consumer, helps build the confidence you long to see in your child. Check us out today at ValorOnline.org. Working nine to five. Forget that. How about a nine-week e-course instead? One that's guaranteed to make you rich in every area of your life. Valor Global Online is thrilled to announce the Doug Wood Church Boy to Millionaire video e-course. You can take it alone. Take it with your friends. You can even take it with your kids. And when you take it to heart, it is guaranteed to create massive momentum, breakthrough, abundance, and purpose in your life. You are worthy of power, might, and more. We can't wait to partner with you and pray your dreams into action. Visit valoronline.org today to register for our next session. It's time to start living above the line.